gone where I intended to go, but I think I have ended up where I needed to be. Douglas Adams, The Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Eberron Renewed. So, gentlemen, what happened last time? We beat the hell out of an much, angel. Much like Levi. <laughs> we wrestled with an angel. It was Levi, right? No, it would be, uh, it'd be uh, Jacob. Ah, that's right. Well, anyway, we wrestled with an angel. And by wrestled with, I mean, we... Beat the tar out of. No one liked my beat the hell out of an angel. Yeah. Right? No one thought that was good. You're right. I'm sorry. I was trying to think <laughs> of who wrestled an angel in the Bible. Um, yeah. So we got in front of the angel tribunal and they just kept talking about how Barrick was evil and threatened to keep us in their plane forever unless we fought and won. So we fought and we, thanks to Randy rolling a crit pretty early. Yep. Just compounded and compounded. Yep. So we. Tore him up, wore him out, um, apparently dishonorably in some of the angels' eyes because we didn't let him get back up before we knocked him down again. But, hey, when you're throwing dice, it's it's hard to stop. (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah, so everybody in the angel plane hates us now. Especially Dex. Yeah, well, Gabe particularly hates Dex. They all dislike all of us. Apparently, Barrick's father was there at some point. Yeah. He's a drow. That's what we learned. Also, Barrick's now pretty sure that whatever gives him his warlock powers is evil. And the last thing that happened was they took us to the gate that would put us back in the Faded Forest. So we are in the Faded Forest now. <clears throat> yep. And not in... I mean, I'm not in great shape. I don't know about you guys, but I'm... I'm fine. I mean, I was doing okay until I mouthed <laughs> off yeah. to an angel. Okay, <clears throat> so yeah, you all find yourself in a very familiar place. In fact, Jacob seems shaken. Sure. Uh, because you are back exactly at the same spot where you saw Jacob get dragged through the portal in this kind of enclosed area with the archway. So, yeah. So we're near the back of the Dakani ruins. Yeah. Um, there's a part of me that wants to see how... <clears throat> Meet the goblins. See if they've seen more shadow come through. Just real quick. I know we need to get to Graham. I also want to know how long we were in. I mean, we were in there longer than we planned on being in there. Yeah. Uh, how many way of finding out? I mean, just going to Trant or yeah. getting into town and asking how long it's been since. Um, Trant's in Xandar. Oh, oh yeah. Right. That's right. That's right. Oh, wow, we really didn't think about that. Oh, man. Oh, di- oh darn. Oh, man. Oh, beans. Oh, dang. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do something about that <laughs> when we can. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, at the moment, there's not <laughs> anything we can do about that. Hop back through. So <laughs> off to Graham, and we'll maybe run into some of the goblins on our way. Yeah, let's do that. 
Anybody want to sing the song? That's your song? Over the River and Through the Woods? Oh, yeah. Nope. None of them want to. It would appear oh, fine. <laughs> but she's not my grandmother. She's just yeah, Graham. Yeah, she's Graham. And I don't remember there being a river here. Seriously. So really just through the woods to go <laughs> and see Graham. All right. No, um, Barrick's just stalking silently. Oh, and this is the first time we've been back to Mist Marsh since we lost Draconos. Like first time I've ever been here. Oh yeah, welcome to Mist Marsh. Thank you. That's we, nice. We run this joint. Technically. Yeah, who's been keeping the peace while we're gone? Goblin. Well, well, he's worthless. But Farlin was with us, and he's the only one that gets in fights. So, fair enough. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, we go. There's no reason to stop at the inn. There's no reason to stop and see Albin. There's no reason to stop at Trant because he's not here. I guess we just say, hey, Jacob, um, your dad is out looking for you, and he's not here. And uh, we're going to try to where, get. Where is he? Uh, last we saw him, he was in Xandrar. Where, where is Xandrar? It's near where we started, but we, well, we have reason to believe he'd be headed back here. We were under the impression he was heading home. We thought now he and he may be. It's just going to take him longer than it took us because we did the spirit walk. Oh, yeah. We, we had seen it. It was a few days before we found you that we saw him. What sort of methods do are there in Eberron to quickly send messages? There are there are methods. Um, we'd need to talk to House Orion. Uh, House Civis. House Civis. Yes. Well, whoever it is, I say, <clears throat> uh, I say, uh, Jacob, we're going to. Get over there, and we're going to send a what do they call it? Uh, it's it's a, it's a spell called sending. All right, we're gonna we're gonna send uh, a message to the blacksmith in Xandrar, who we know was the last person who, who who we can trust if Trant is still there to get the message to him and get him home uh, quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have to assume as that, they're talking, Theradak, you hear a voice in your ear, just finally kick on Theradak, Agent Theradak, where are you? I'm currently in Mist Marsh. Where have you been? Well, <laughs> we, you went on radio silence, and you know that that is not acceptable. I apologize for that. Um, in Mist Marsh, we found the boy Jacob, and we are returning him to his home. All right. Um. Well, I need you to report to Sharn as quickly as possible. We have things to discuss about your last mission. Very well. Okay. Yes, Philip? You look like you want to say something. Oh, Philip's quite confident that the red owl has escaped. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay. Um, here's, here's what I was going to say. I think it's highly possible if we can get a message. If he's still in Xandrar, talk to the blacksmith. Uh, they do have teleportation circles there, we have learned. Uh, that can send them around. Hopefully we can cut some time off of this trip somehow to get him, get him here more quickly. Even if it's just send him to Sharn and put him on a train. Sure. But anyway, um, so we didn't hear what you heard. So I'm going to say, fellas, let's go see Grant. What time of day is it? Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not opposed to waking her up. It's, uh, it's morning. Like, okay. Uh, okay. What, what were those other two kids names? Farron and sorry, Julian and Farron, Farrah, Julian and Farrah, Farrah. Okay. It's so like, I knew there was a fair or something. Well, Theradak would inform you that he has been requested and ordered to go back to Sharn as soon as possible. Okay. And I will say to that, um, <clears throat> well, buddy, you understand uh, that most of this whole thing has to do with the shadows, and clearly Graham's going to be able to help us. I think as possible means after we get this information, and we'll travel with you, because I'm not splitting the party. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Are you? That sounds reasonable. Okay. Randy and I can just record on weekends that we're not recording. Like, <laughs> 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 meanwhile, okay. So you all are headed to Graham's. Yeah, yeah. And it's in the morning. We're probably going to see Julian and Farah, and that's going to be weird <laughs> for everybody. Oh yeah, not for me. Well, fair enough. <laughs> well, not, it's going to be weird for us. It's going to be weird for Jacob and his two young friends that he left that day, um, who are fifteen years younger. Than as him. you all approach the town, even in the short amount of time that you've been gone, um, Miss March has started growing. There's some new buildings being erected. A few more roads have been extended out because uh, the lightning rail coming through seems to have helped the town quite a bit. Everyone, give me but all in- those old towns along Route 66 are struggling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> insight check. Twelve. Nineteen. Twelve, nineteen. I don't think good. I don't think good either. He- Eight. Theradak, out of the corner of your eye as you all approach this town that you've never been to before, you see tears beginning to well up in Jacob's eyes. Um as he, he doesn't say anything. Nobody else seems to, to notice. He's just walking and about to start crying. Okay, there that goes and puts his arm around him. Are, are you okay, Jacob? What's wrong? I just, I... I never thought I'd see home again. Well... And he keeps walking. You're here. It will be okay. I miss my dad. You will be reunited soon. Is there a place that we can go and get that message sent? I mean, I really do actually want to do that. I mean, uh, we do have communication with Commander Bala. Uh, so. Yeah, I'll hit my button. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, Command- Commander Bala. Uh, who Who is this? Oh, gosh. Uh, my name is My name is Dex. We work oh, together. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yes, yes. Sorry. I just a, lo- a lot of things happening. What, what can I do for you? Well, first, how long has it been since we talked? Um, it, it's been uh it, it's it's been a day day and a half okay so we weren't not, bad at all. not a lot happened in the angel plane okay um i'll explain why i asked that uh, eventually it's been 20 years I know, well, that's, well, that's, <laughs> which she didn't know who i was initially that concerned me um uh commander ball if you recall when we were in xandrar one of our goals was to find the boy jacob yes we found him um we were hastened back to mist marsh uh, and did not get a chance to inform his dad, who's in Xandrar. We know that his dad was with your agent in Xandrar. Can, can, could you please? I'm sorry. You were in Xandrar a day ago, and now you're telling me you're in Miss Marsh? Uh, conference call. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, we are following intel that we believe is going to help us best these shadows. No, I'm asking how. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Uh, ma'am. Uh <clears throat> when we were in Xandrar, we made contact with the Druids. The Druids allowed us to use their ability uh, or the, the infrastructure they had that allowed them to do inter- interplanar, interplanar, God, interplanar travel. We we traveled through the Angel Plane to quickly get to Mist Marsh. And it allowed you almost instantaneous travel from one point to another. Well, I'll say this. It was not an easy journey. It was not instantaneous, nor was it instantaneous. We were in the angel plane for several hours and had uh, basically we're not welcome back there. Okay. Um, well, uh, great. Good. Um, I, I can send a message to Xandrar to try and catch the boy's father. Um, 
hopefully our agent there can get a message to him. I'm, I'm sorry, but I, I really have to go. Um, is there anything else I can do for you? Is there anything we can do for you? Um, sounds like there's something we might be able to help you with. I'm sorry. What's happening right now can only be discussed with, uh, uh, privileged personnel. All right. Deck's out. Okay, Jacob, I talked to my boss, <laughs> my, my quasi boss. I talked to his boss and, uh, they're going to get a message to your dad. Get him here. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go see Graham. So as you all walk through the town, people give the two of you warm smiles, if not a little confused, like you've been gone for a while. So you were always the good, the good cops in town. So they're happy to see you, but you have a couple new companions. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they look at Theradak and Jacob in a confused mm-hmm. start. Like I, none of them have any inclination about Jacob. They're fa- they, fa- they fail in perception checks. They would have no reason to think that there's a 25 year old Jacob in the town. No, that makes so, sense. Um, and, um, so yeah, Jacob's kind of reeling from seeing all these familiar faces mm-hmm. looking at him confused as you are walking through the town, you hear a voice in the distance say, where, where have you been? Albin. What? You were supposed to come right back. I, I don't think, I don't think that's true. Sir. <laughs> that's what my father told me about the arrangement is you were to escort him to Sharn, hop on the train and come back. I've been having to run this town on my own. Well, it's a pretty sleepy town, but sir, let me tell you, we were conscripted by some powers uh, considerably stronger than you are to do some work while we were up there. Consider- <laughs> you know who my dad is? Considerably uh, stronger than me. Barrick, would you like to tell him who we've been working for? Yes, we know who you're... We're like third cousins, Alvin. Of course I know who your father is. Okay, cousin. Where have you been? We've been doing some contract work for the Dark Lanterns. You've been working with the Dark Lanterns? Right, in small things. We're not like agents. Albin kind of backs away and shuts the door to the sheriff's office. Uh, it's probably not what I should have done. But you know what? Is he just going <laughs> to pout and call his dad? Probably so. All right, fine. Who Who's his dad? And his dad doesn't like the monarchy. It's Rook and Klarn. Ah. So he doesn't like the Lanterns, of course. But I'm tired of obfuscating, so no more subtlety. I'm just going to tell everyone what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we need to address this. Um, Cursebringer appears in your hand. Where, have you, where did you go? I did not summon you. I don't care. I let go of the sword. The sword falls on the ground. I say, oh, here, let me get that for you, Rick. Yeah, I picked the sword up. Does it work? Can you pick the sword up? Give me a charisma check. Oh, man. Okay. 19. The sword shoots back, back up into your hand. And he says, we will be doing things differently from now on. We'll speak. You're going to explain that in plain he disappears. language. Yeah, I did say English. Plain common. Problems, Barrick? Barrick, that was weird. Did you see what your sword did? You know, I might be inclined to say yes, problems. On the other hand, some clarity. Let's proceed. <laughs> okay. I just go. <sighs> All 
right. <laughs> so you all approach Graham's house. There's at one point when you all almost get tripped up on Julian and Farah running around in the streets playing. Um, Jacob handles it as well as you would expect him to. So he almost goes to say hi, but stops himself remembering. Um, sure. Do you knock on Graham's door or yeah. bust on in, kick the door open? Oh, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> the audience gets to hear my awesome old lady voice yeah. again. Yes. <laughs> uh, before before she comes to the door, I, I take the locket off of, or I have Jacob give me the locket. I don't want her to see it on somebody she doesn't recognize when she opens the door. Okay. So I, I've taken it and I've put it just in my pocket. Um, Hold on. <laughs> They're not going to be able to hear this text on the um, radio. She's a horse. <laughs> That's the secret. Graham is a centaur. So you hear the door unlock and it kind of, poke her, she pokes her head out and um, immediately looks at Theradak and just, who are you? I'm Theradak, ma'am. Oh, what are you? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hi. Theradak, yeah. Dex, Jacob, you look different. Uh, no, Lyle. Lyle. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> You recognize him? I'd recognize those eyes anywhere. Oh, that's interesting. Also, we found your locket. What? Yeah, let's go inside. Come come in. I'll make some tea. All right. So while well, she makes tea, the three of us. Chamomile or the strongest stuff? The strongest stuff. The strongest Ooh. you've got, ma'am. Ooh. Theradac? Maybe mix a little healing potion in it, too, if you wouldn't mind. Just regular tea is fine. Well, not- that that's a non-statement. There's no such thing as regular tea. Uh, whichever you wish to serve. Very well. <laughs> I could use that sleepy time tea. <laughs> Jacob, come help me in the kitchen. Jacob. Talk to her. Don't tell her too much. Everyone give me insight checks real quick. Graham's evil. Graham knows everything. <laughs> and is evil. That's, that's how this goes. How's your sword, Beric? <laughs> Sixteen. Eighteen. Uh, insight. Uh, twenty. Twenty. All of you get the sense, like seeing Jacob's demeanor since you've entered Graham's house. It's just awesome to him that somebody's treating him like they always have. Like you get the sense that he helped Graham make tea hundreds of times. So um, he's just super stoked to go talk to Graham. Barrick withdraws the book he borrowed from his pack. Okay, and puts it back on the shelf. <laughs> All right, and while they're in there making tea, I just say. Um, do we just want to ask her to explain? I mean, she knows something already. Yeah, I mean, she clearly. There's, there's she no probably, point in trying to hide anything from her. I'm, I'm assuming she even knows that Jacob had the locket wherever he's been. Probably so. I don't know. But All right, well. She's more than she appears. Certainly that, yeah. She turns into a truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she would definitely turn into a motorcycle. Optimus Graham. <laughs> So Graham returns with a tray with all the teacups. Jacob has a little milk and sugar cube um, and sets those down on the table and sits down and starts making his tea. Um, so what brings you to my house? It's been some time since I've seen you. Uh, technically, what brought us to your house was a interplanar gate. Interplane. I can't you got, say You said it right. You did say it right. You said interplanar. Yeah, interplanar gate. Graham, you would like for us to tell you where we found Jacob, or do you think you know already? I, I mean, obviously he's. 
quite a bit older than last I saw him, but uh, I I have no idea where you found him. I <clears throat> we retrieved him through an interplanar gate from Molrat Mordor. My bar. Yep. <laughs> from he, my bar. He's been trapped in my bar, and for him, apparently, it was fifteen years. Oh, explaining, of course, his age. Do you Awful. know? Do you know why he was able to survive in Mabar for 15 years? I, I can't imagine. And that's when I pull the locket from my pocket. The smile from Graham's face fades as she sees the locket. I say, Jacob did take your locket. And while I can understand you might be upset that he had done so, it's the only reason he's alive to return to us. He said that this thing saved his life multiple times over those 15 years. When Barrick tried to inspect the locket, it blinded him metaphorically. Uh, not, not, not literally this time. Um, Graham, if this is a thing that can help, clearly you know more than you've let on to us. You gave us the prophecy. You know what's happening. And if this thing can aid us in stopping the tragedy that's about to befall our world... We need to hear about it. Should I roll a persuasion? Sure. 13. May I have my locket back, please? Oh, oh, absolutely. It's yours. I was never intending on on keeping it. She takes it and slips it on her neck, and it it seems comforting to her. She sits up a little bit straighter, and a little bit of light comes on in her eyes. Um... I You're right. I I know much more than <clears throat> I've let on to the people of this town and to you. And I am I'm not who I claim to be. Um I had hoped to escape my former life with some small trinkets to remind me of what I used to be, but it seems that fate will not allow that. Um, you said that this locket helped Jacob in Mabar? It. I mean, it helped Jacob in the sense that it weakened the things that wanted to hurt him. It was an aid to Jacob. It did not help him in the sense that it did things for him. I feel like it's an important distinction to make in this world. Um... This locket, and she holds it as she talks, um, contains a very powerful um, piece of magic. I say piece very intentionally. It is not not the whole of the source, but... Beric, how's your, your history? Did you read that book that you took? Yes, I did. I spent that whole train ride. I spent an entire day on a train reading it. Well, then, um, what does the name Levira Tagor mean to you? Are you going to tell me or do you want me to roll? I need you to, because you read it a while back. 17. Well, Levira Tagor was... Levira Tagor was the predecessor to Jayla Duran. Oh. Was the previous speaker of the flame... And she just locks eyes with you. And Barrick shifts out of his seat onto one knee. So, and Dex 
though he does not give two wits about the silver flame, both wants to respect Barrick and show that he understands that this person is someone important and keeping in the back of his mind someone who can be helpful follows suit. <laughs> you don't have to. Don't feel like... Like, I don't know what any of those things they said Jacob, were. Jacob's still in his seat, just watching Graham. Actually, when I get down on one knee, I kind of cast an eye over to Barrick, like, with a... Is this, is this something we need to do? This is, this is important, huh? Uh, Barrick looks shaken. Okay. Um, Philip, would you like to explain to the fellow players and the audience what the Speaker of the Flame is? Okay, so the Silver Flame is not a god. It's a force. Um, millennia ago, a race called the Coatles sacrificed themselves to bind a bunch of demons, and they created the Silver Flame by doing so. Then a few hundred years ago, a demon lord broke loose, and a paladin named Tira Myron uh, sacrificed herself by essentially binding herself with the flame to imprison this demon lord again. And that created a physical presence of the silver flame uh, in Thring. So there's like actually a place you can go where you see this permanent silver flame burning. Tira is now the voice in the flame, and there's a, a cleric that she seemingly chooses um, who becomes the speaker for the flame. The current speaker is Jaila Duran, who's like a 12-year-old girl. Um, but apparently, Graham is the former speaker for the flame, so she was able to commune directly with this force um, to speak on its behalf. And they are, ever since the monarchy was instilled, the kind of, did I mean... Sort of, because the Council of Cardinals really is, does the actual governing. Yeah, they're the figurehead, I guess, yeah. of, of the government in Thrain. What are the odds that Graham knows about my... I don't know. My bearism and how would she take it? I, I don't know. I mean, it depends on how much she knows about lycanthropy and what the difference is with the werebear. Because <clears throat> okay. I look like Lyle. Yeah. Like, there yeah. is nothing. Theradak, you would have recognized the name of the current speaker at least. So you would you would get yeah. who she is. Yeah, I would have I put it together. Yeah. And I, and I, <clears throat> and I don't. I mean, you, you spent when, some time in Thrain. I did, I did live in Thrain. When did I live in Thrain? I lived in Thrain up to four years ago. I honestly don't remember when Jayla became um, She speaker. became it in 993, so... so... She would have been speaker when... Depending on how long you lived there. Uh, I mean, I lived there for... Uh, God, what did I say? It's written down. I think I lived there for five years and left three years ago. That's what it was. So, so you so would have lived there while Graham was... But I, and I would recognize that name. So probably, I mean, I was, probably. Yeah. I wasn't religious, but I was in Thrain. So. Yeah. So you would, so I know why I'm on one knee then. Yeah. I wouldn't have done it except for the fact that Barrick did it as well. Like, just cause I, I don't worship it, but I know why, I, why we're down there. Okay. Good. And Theradax just sipping his tea, just <laughs> observing the, the goings on here with some interest. You're, you're a company man. You work for the British government. You're not going to bow to a foreign exactly. leader. <laughs> um, Okay, so you you two are on bended knee. She, I'm not taking the lead on this one. <clears throat> I was interrogating about a locket. 
and found out that, um, well, and based on what she said, I mean, you, I'll, I'll let you deduce what you want to deduce about the locket. So why, why are you here? I, my time was up. Um, the flame picked a, a new speaker and I had a choice to either live out my days in Thrain as a crone who lost her gift or go somewhere else, start a new life, maybe help people um, like the children of this town, provide guidance when it was needed. And I honestly get a kick out of being the kooky old lady around town. It's fun. Um, people will tell you all kinds of things when they think you're a little bit off. The prophecies, the things you speak, you're still hearing the voice. Occasionally. What is the locket, then? The locket is a special type of magical item that uh, every speaker, if they are removed from their position rather than passing away while still being the speaker is given a piece of the flame to carry with them. There, uh, there are items out there in existence that can channel the silver flame in a very direct way. So direct that if you take the item into the presence of the silver flame, the item will actually take some of the flame with it. And that's what this locket is. It, it contains the actual silver flame within it. A piece of it. And I believe that's why where Jacob went, Mabar, he was able to survive. Because the silver flame can penetrate any darkness, no matter how powerful. So at this point, Barrick begins to explain everything they've been concerned about and becomes fully 100% candid about the danger of an invasion from Mabar and the various gates that we've been running into. Uh, I have a question. Okay. She was a high level person, individual. Does that mean she is a powerful cleric? Does that mean that she is a, a, I mean, cause the speaker of the flame to me is reminiscent of the, the, the boy Dalai Lama. Like the, the way it doesn't, it's a good analogy. I that think. doesn't necessarily mean that she is a level 26 cleric or something. The way it works is it in day-to-day life. She is at least a priest, maybe a low level cleric mm-hmm. in the presence of the silver flame. She's Superman, like crazy powerful. Okay. Um, so yeah. yeah. Okay. But the fact that she carries a piece of the silver flame with her means she could probably hold her own. Maybe oh, not quite as powerful. By as the way, I want to make it clear. I was not trying to equate a fictional religion to no. a real world thing no. that people care about. A, I just tried a, to make an analogy of. Yeah, it's a it, touchstone for it's, people it's to probably reference. a good analogy, I think. Okay. I've said that Thrain is sometimes like Catholicism. I hope <laughs> nobody was offended by that, but it's just my in, touch point. In organization, <laughs> it is. Okay, so so today as Graham in Mistmarsh, she is someone with the same skills as any other cleric might have. But yeah. if we took her to Thrain... If we took her into the presence of the right. flame in Flame Keep, then yeah, it would be crazy time. She's the big boss. She could help me fight Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming she takes your part in that. <laughs> she 
She seems hip. You gave an angel the finger? <laughs> Badass. <laughs> Trust, Trust me, Graham. He deserved it. Um, so you're just unloading everything. Yeah. Do you mention Kerspringer? Yes. Okay. Um, she kind of takes the Mabar stuff to heart and says, well, um, it seems as though they are... And Jacob also conveys... And this is also the first time Dex has heard some of this stuff, I'm sure. Probably some of the, things that, some of the things that Kersbringer has said to me, probably. Right. Um, yeah. And Jacob takes your lead and tells her about his time in Mabar and seeing the various openings and things pouring out. And uh, I'm assuming you all tell her about Draconos as well. Yes. Yeah, that's part um, of the story. And, and yeah, and, and, I would assume that's probably pretty early because you right. would wonder where he is. Right. And, and Dex fills in spots... As he can, but his is all things that happened and not questions that need answering where Dex has a better or Eric has a better uh, handle on that stuff. So oh. while, while I might say, yeah, and then blank, mm-hmm. by and large, it's the two of them talking and me absorbing. The Farland broke away from you all while you're walking through the town to go send word to the Druids and, sure. and okay. do, do his stuff. Um, <clears throat> he he assumes he's garnered enough goodwill with you all to where you'll fill him in if there's anything pertinent because, you know, the Druids are kind of trying to do the same thing you all are. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, if, if not, that's fine. That's just his mindset. Certainly as we need their help. I mean, well, <laughs> yes, that, but also I think that there's a, there's, there's a, there's, there's a bond mm-hmm. between him and us that we would respect enough that if he came, if he came asking, we may not go to his place and fill him in, but if he's like, what did you learn from Graham? We're going to tell it. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm sad to hear about Traconos. Um, what I know about the nature of the plane of Mabar, um, I, I will pray for him that the light guides him out of there. But, um, the magic in my locket is actually based on an ancient form of magic created by the giants and perfected by the Dakani goblins um, to hold radiant energy, almost like a battery, to be used either sparingly or in great force. So um, I do not know the nature of the magic that goes into this locket. In fact, I don't think anybody in Thrain does. They're is literally a chest full of them that was made hundreds of years ago. All right, I'm, 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 I'm gonna... Sorry, real quick. Just to be clear on Jacob's part of the story. Basically, the shadow creatures felt pain in his presence, but he wasn't able to attack them with it. So, just... Okay, I am going to... I don't want to interrupt her, but while she's talking, I, I mean, I've got my ribbon weave in my hand. And we know that it is something with radiant something yeah. that was perfected by Dakani goblins. Yeah. So while she's talking, I just hand it to her. She looks at it and takes it. And I, and I, and I say, no, I'm not mistaken. She had the locket before she took it in the presence of the flame and took some flame with her. So she yeah. saw the whatever the magical energy was in the locket beforehand. I say, ma'am. No, I don't. She's Graham. I say, Graham, we... uh we each got something from a Dakani ruin. That 
weapon that you have uses radiant energy. We found it in a, a Dakani tomb. Hmm. Does it remind you? Does that 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 uh that what is it? It's like a stone, right? The gem, yeah, yeah. That gem there in the hilt in the handle is that you know putting off anything similar to what your locket did before you took it to the flame. Um, she takes it and places her hand wholly over the gem and closes her eyes. And after a few moments, her eyes open. It's what you have here in, in the form of the weapon is right. It's it feels like my locket, except for the gym. It, it serves a different function. It, it, it doesn't retain light like the magic in my locket. The gem that was in my locket prior to the silver flame inhabiting it was a brilliant red gem with silver light flowing within it. And in the presence of the silver flame, the silver light grew so bright that the gem erupted and there was just an orb of light that exists now. So the tech, the technology, the magic is right. Just one of the parts serves a different function. And if I'm not saying ours are purple with amber light. So, okay. Yeah. So, so where's the amber flame located? (laughs) (laughs) I imagine somewhere in Dargoon. That's where the Dakani are from. (laughs) Um, that, with a skilled enough hand, a skilled enough blacksmith could change out the gems. But you would have to find the correct gem. Interesting. I mean, <clears throat> I'm filing that one away for later. Yeah. That yeah, sounds like it's relevant information. <laughs> that sounds like a quest. Um, I, I, and I, I tell her thank you, and that's a please continue. You also, have you mentioned who you work for? Did Was that exchanged? Um, have you all mentioned that you worked for the Dark Lanterns in apprehending the Red Owl? Was that part of your story where you just focused on the Mabar stuff? I was probably focused on the Mabar stuff, but it could. And it's relevant because Jacob's there and Thrain, uh, Trant was there. I think that yeah. would have come up. Yeah, probably. Now, um, boys, um <laughs> You you mentioned running into Trant and him asking for help from somebody who who was that? The Red Owl. She fronts a terrorist organization in Charn. The Swords of Liberty. Yeah. And then Graham's face changes. This Red Owl. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I made a promise. Fool you. She said, "Boys." How much contact have you had since you met with the druids with the goings-on in Breland? I'm done. You're the one who had the conversation just now. Wait. wait. You just had a talk with Bala. She said something was up. No, n- yeah. I, I mean, all we know is something's happening. We, we really have very little. Uh, she told me that things were going on that I don't have the clearance for. Graham and I gets up. Uh, no? Okay. Um, Graham gets up 
and starts shuffling towards her little desk with some papers on it. Um, as Commander Bala reappears in your ear, um, have have you left to get back to Sharn yet? Not at this point. Well, I I need you to get there. Where are you? I'm in this march acquiring some beneficial okay. information. I hope. Agent Theradak. Yes. There's a lightning rail that goes to Mistmarsh and takes you to Sharn. I order you to get on that train and get back here now. Um, as she finishes that statement, Graham returns with a copy of the Sharn Inquisitive as she places it on the table. <clears throat> and the headline reads, uh, Rogue Breeless Agents Kidnap and Accost Hateth Irwinard. At this point, and there's a picture back. of of Hadith hugging the king of Breland on the front cover. Yes, Theradak gets up and says, "Forgive me, I must leave now. I cannot wait." Um, Hadith Irwinarn is yeah. Help me out. Um, she is the daughter or sister of the king of Carnath, who lives in the court of King Boronel as. Go, I mean, go ahead. Guest hostage, but you know, I mean, there's an ex- his his son lives in Carnath. It's like a fo- you know medieval foster hostage thing, right? For Game of Thrones fans, think Theon Greyjoy in season one of Game of Thrones. Sure, it seems to be a little more polite than that. Though. Well, yes, uh, but Beric immediately the Red Owl says she was trying to start a war. Right, Graham. Um. God, I want to learn so much more about this from you, but we need to. We you don't want to take a train ride, would you? <clears throat> yeah, um, it's a long ride, and we could have a long talk on the way. Where do you mean to go, Sharn? We put you back, right back on the train and bring you right back here. <clears throat> um, I mean, wait, hold on. <clears throat> just to be clear, just to make sure that it, we're all on the same page, the photo on the front cover of the Sharn Inquisitive is the red owl hugging, hugging King Borinel. Hadith Irwinarn is the red owl. The headline reads rogue Breelish agents us kidnap Hadith Irwinarn. I'm sorry. I didn't pick up that the, the picture was of the red owl. And the owl. picture is who you would recognize as the red owl hugging the king of your country. So, and I didn't recognize her as I specifically asked you, who have you met in the court? Okay. And you did not say hey to Theronarn. Okay. So just so I'm clear, the red owl is the sister of the king of Karnath, but has been living in the, the home of the Breelish king as a part of a peace treaty yes and and so basically she is she is rallying anti-monarchy people under the auspices of liberation when really she's probably just trying to start a war start a war with Carnath to get home or to take over Breland or God only knows why but that's what's happening but now at least doesn't everybody know that this person who's been trying to overthrow the monarchy the people who well they never see her she always wears a mask well, but we we saw her. The blacksmith saw her. No, I'm talking about her followers. Right, but 
No member of this spy organization went, oh my god, that's the sister of the King of Karnath. Yeah. Who would know? I mean... I mean, they're spies. The blacksmith is a member of the oh, CIA. Right. Shouldn't he, would, he recognize the sister of another head of state? That's been living in our country? Yeah, he would know that. But he didn't, I guess. Or he didn't. Or we're being played again. Yeah, yeah. It's starting, starting to feel that way, isn't it? Okay, so... Um, Theradek, you going to tell us that you need to leave? Theradek, go ahead for the door. He's going. Hey, where are you going? Catch the next lightning rail. Theradek, they're saying we kidnapped Hada Theater Benign. Yes, and I have been summoned back on orders. All right, I grab the paper and I skim through to see our names or likenesses described. Do I see those things? Yes, uh, they're, they interviewed Hadith to describe her attackers. And I definitely gave her our real names. Wait, she's free? Okay, so we turned her over to the Dark Lanterns, who freed her. Right. Or or she made a phone call and said... Or what? I mean... I mean, they are the king's Dark Lanterns working at the will of the king. So it may not have been them internally that freed her. Right, but... <laughs> but the king... This is the group that actively agitates against the monarchy and blows up towers in Sharn. All right. All I know is Therdak has the protection of being a member of the Dark Lanterns to get him back to his boss. I can shapeshift into look like something else and not freely associate with him on the train to get to Sharn. Barrick, what are we going to do with you to get you there? They may be summoning Theradak back just to arrest him. Well, that is certainly true. Yeah, let's have that talk. Theradak, you understand. You Well, no, because... <sighs> None of this makes any sense. Yeah, we need to figure <sighs> out... We need to figure out so, um, Hadith is the Red Apple. Yes. Hadith is a terrorist. We were sent to find information... And about the terrorist group she runs. We captured her. We brought her back to an agent who said he was sending her back to Sharn. Since then, she's been freed. But the Dark Lanterns have to know what she looked, have to have known, figured out who she at was. Some, at some point, either with the blacksmith or with Bala, when she showed, when, if, let, assuming the blacksmith was ignorant. I mean, you know, Theradak, would he potentially have recognized her being who she is. I mean, not at this point. That's the thing. Theradak was an agent. He didn't recognize her. So let's assume the blacksmith was also ignorant of who she was and did the thing and sent her to Commander Bala. Well, Commander Bala is going to recognize her and she is not going to do anything but contact her superior or the king and say, what do I do? And I think at that point they said, you better let her go because the king has either has affinity for her or once, uh, uh, probably that. Who knows? And 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 is not thinking clearly because of his he's he's uh, he's love blind. Well, he's like, never mind. Uh, <laughs> he's like thirty years older than her, and married, and, and lots and, of children. And, and what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I don't think that Theradak is in danger of getting arrested because. He did his job, and it's been rectified. You'd think they'd keep it quiet. I, the only thing I think is Hadith leaked the story. 
also rogue British agent or British agents. I wasn't getting paid like that's my thing. Nothing about this story is damaging to anyone except the monarchy. Why? Why would the King's Arcs land? We need to figure out. We need to. We need an action to take somewhere. I I have no idea. Theradax probably going to go follow his orders and report back. If anything has the chance to tell his story, I say Jacob. Uh, I give him the key to my house. <laughs> I say, uh, you stay here, trance on his way home, water my plants. And boy, oh boy, uh, Commander Ballas sure didn't say anything to me when I spoke to her earlier about Trant. Didn't mention lay low, didn't say nothing, just said, oh, you traveled through time. So I don't know. I mean, that, that really throws me uh, for a loop. But Jacob, your dad's on his way. You don't need to rustle feathers by staying at your house. So I give him a I give him access to my place and I say, uh, just tell him your friend stay here for a couple of days. Uh, and then when your dad gets home, if you want, Farlin will be here to help make the introduction, uh, and, and explain what happened and, uh, don't go anywhere with us for now. You stay here. You recuperate. Barrick, what are we doing? Are we going? We need well, to what go. What if right? we just contact the commander and say, Okay. I mean, yeah. Let's. Yeah. Why don't Why don't you use your speaking right. stone? Barrett gets on the gets on the speaking stone. Commander Bala, are you there? Oh, uh, hello, Barrick. Uh, I'm looking at a very disturbing Sharn Inquisitive article. Yes, that's um, very un- unfortunate. Um, why that, is the Red Owl free? Um, well, I now um, know who she is. Also, but why is the Red Owl free? Because she is also that. The strength of our organization only exists in that the the people with the ability to shut us down give us that power. We have information. We can use that information. But in terms of apprehending a person and keeping them locked up, our strength only reaches so far, Mr. Rowan. Why? You sound like Agent Smith. <laughs> why, why would the king do that? Why would, why would the king... I... Eric, I don't know. We are, why are we sold out in this paper? I, once again, we had nothing to do with that. Then why in the world would you bring? Why in the world would you bring Thardak back to Sharn in this situation? Because in our headquarters, he can be safe. We have enough information on those that would seek to harm you hey, to keep them quiet one. and keep them inactive. Are we wanted? Uh, I mean, the king's not su- not really happy. Based based on the story that Hadith is I, telling everybody. And you're not telling the king the truth? I'm trying to. I'm a bureaucrat, Beric. I don't have the king's ear the way... Alban, Alban Irklarn... Alban Irklarn knows we're here. Um, oh, f- Alban Irklarn knows we're here. And... Knows... And, and when he, dem- he demanded to know why... We, we're constables here in Miss March. I don't know if you knew that. He yes. demanded to know, and we explained by saying that we'd been contracted by the by the lanterns. So, and that was foolish. And now I see that that it's it's said and done. Okay. Um, we have to assume that he's already contacted his father. Yeah. Um, who more than likely passed that information on to the king um, to gain his favor because Rukin's a snake um yes <laughs> confidence no, call no yeah. no, <laughs> no i'm gonna say 
I mean, I know you're talking. Dex doesn't give a And it says, uh, Barrick, tell her we're on the next train to Sharn, and if she could have someone there to give us a little bit of an escort, that'd be really appreciated. Is it safe for us to come to Sharn? Um, I mean, we, we could provide some protection, but if you didn't come to Sharn, we could work on sorting this mess out from a distance. We've already snuck Crast out of the city. Um, because naturally he was the first figure that Hadith pointed to. Saradak has been a good ally to us, and we're concerned about letting him wander back into this city on his own. Is it is it truly wise for him to come back? Probably not. Um, Commander, is my family safe? Right now, all they had was a description. Um, she knew me. She knew, well, she knew who I was. I, I will go get your family. I will make sure that your uncle, your grandfather, everyone else is protected. Except for the Ear Clarks. I kind of hate them. Um, I know you share blood, but, um, um, I mean, should something bad happen to Alvin on our way? I'm. No, 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 no. Don't. I can go make something bad happen to Alvin. No, that was. Um, that was the wrong thing to say. It's it's fine. It's a stressful situation. Um, all of a sudden, you two are conference called in by Commander Bala. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm headed to the train. No, no, Theradak, stay with them. Stay with them. Here's what we're going to do. I need you all to head out of Miss Marsh, obviously. Um. The safest places to go would be Zilago, Dargoon, Zendrik, any any of the non-five nations. Relations are too good right now. There's extradition. They'll they could find you and send you back. Now, granted, the Dark Lanterns are not on their side, so we will be feeding them misinformation the whole way. In regards, if they ask us. To track you down. Commander, are you working against the king? I see no other option right now. Only in this. Only, I make myself clear. In regards to your apprehension and the dealings with the Swords of Liberty. Then to what degree can we be assured that the rest of the Lanterns are following your example? Well, I am the head of the Dark Lanterns. I decide assignments and who is gathering what information. If a Dark Lantern sees you on the street... The chain of command dictates that they tell me first, but I can't promise you that they won't tell someone else. But through the proper channels, your whereabouts will not be reported to the king until we can figure out what's going on. I trust the king. I do. But something something is wrong. Something is off. And I assume passage to these places is on us. I can't. Why are you resources unless you go to Zalargo, unfortunately? If you go there, then House Civis can assist us, but most of the other major towns you could go to are within the Five Nations, and that's dangerous for you. Um, But, um, yes, I'm, I'm very sorry that I got you all mixed up in this. If I had any idea how deep this went, I I don't know what I would have done. 
but we can only do what we can do with what we have. So, um, you can't get us a ride somewhere. Um, yes, yes, I can. I need you all to travel to I, real quick while you're checking something. Just Philip explained to Jeff about Zalargo and Dargoon and the other place that he said, because I don't. Okay. Dex, so, Dex would know these things. He's traveling. Yeah. So um, during the course of the war, a bunch of regions broke away from the original five nations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zalargo is a gnome country okay. uh, that's closely allied with Breland, but it's also pretty technologically advanced. There's some, a lot of uh, the, the gnomes build a lot of the airships and stuff like that. Um, it's it's super creepy. There's like a spy organization that almost everyone is a part of and they all like inform on their neighbors and stuff. Okay. Dargoon is a goblinoid nation ruled by hobgoblins. Um, Zendrik is a gigantic continent to the south that's like uh, pirate land. Like there's only there's one major city, one major human city and no hardly any government. And we're crossing water to get to any of these three places. No, Zalargo and Dargoon. We're, we're quite close to Dargoon. Okay. Um, Dargoon's across a mountain range. Zalargo's to the south and a little to the uh, east of where we are. Storm, uh, uh, Stormreach, the main city where we'd have to go to get into Zindric, would be across the sea. Um, Dargoon and Zalargo are both a part of the treaty that ended the war. And so have relations to maintain with the other five nations and okay. so might conceivably sell us out. I don't know. On the other hand, they're not human nations, so they might not. Stormreach is, uh, is free. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's outside. The, it's basically outlaw town. I would say there's a greater chance that if you went to Z- Zalargo, there would be some information sent as opposed to Dargoon. Dargoon is a loose structured government. At yes. Best. Well, and I'll say, I said, where can I find a red ruby? And so and where can I find the, the, no, it was, no, never mind. It was backwards. I was making a dumb joke. Um, right. Yeah. The amber flame. Right. In, in terms of what Graham told you about the nature of the magic that holds the silver flame, um, giants like the originators of this magic were based Zendric. on Zendric or Dakani who perfected it. Goblins. Dark. Uh, Zalargo, if you want to go chill with some gnomes. Barak's mother went to, went to Zendric. That's where his father originated. So he has something of a thing there. Um, but I, it's also the yeah. most outlaw-ish, which seems potentially useful to us at this point. Right? But yeah, I, I feel that. And Dargoon's I, also pretty unorganized, so it's just tribes of goblins yeah. fighting for power. We could disappear in either place. Just be a little bit more comfortable. Let's see, let's see what the wait our. Lady, uh, yeah, she was like, tell us to head somewhere. Hey, yeah, uh, Com- Commander Bollet uh, was in the middle of something. Let's hear what um, if you all head to Vathenrond, um, that's where I've sent Krast. Um, there is a tower tall enough to have a airship. I have family there. Oh, well, that's where Krast and uh, Draconos met. Also, that's where Draconos spent 10 years training to be a paladin. Um, there's a tower tall enough there for an airship to pick you up and take you wherever you would like to go. Um, the person that will be piloting it is on our side. So, um, right. as well as the crew. You won't need to worry about any of that. 
Um, what was the name of the place? Vathirond. It's a it's a city north of us, somewhat in in, in Breland. I have a I can't remember which of my relatives. One of my relatives lives on a ranch outside of it. All right. Uh, so you have reason to want to get to Zendrick. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I'm thing with the sword. I, I'm not against Zendrick, but it's a place we could easily disappear. Yeah, I think I would we'll prefer sta- that. As we'll stand out to... less than in Dargoon. Yes, let's go. I agree. I mean, I won't. Hobgoblin. Well, yeah. I mean, you could be. Yeah. <laughs> I disappeared in this living room. I I look like that <laughs> angel we fought. Um, uh, he transformed into a chair. <laughs> Um, I, I truly wish you safe travels and please do not hesitate to contact me. If you need assistance or resources, I will do everything in my power to help you. Um, where, where are you all headed? Well, for the moment, Vatheron, we don't know what will happen between here and there. Can we, is it safe for us to contact you again? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Anytime. Is it? Well, never mind. We'd like to make an inside check. Just, I mean, I know I'm only being able to read her voice, but yeah, I, I, I well, never mind. I also want to make. <laughs> you want to make one? Yes. No. <laughs> we are not very. Who knows? Um, not us. I, um, head to Vathenrond. Um, I will tell. Uh, the airship that's picking you up to be ready with supplies for uh, a journey to Sarlona. Um, so you can go anywhere that you want. Um, I mean, there's no point in keeping it secret from her because the agent that flies us there is going to tell her where he took us. That's fair. Right now we're thinking Zendrick. Okay. Um, we have agents down there. Um, but like I said, chain of command, and there are a handful that I I, I would trust with my life readily. Um, such as Agent Krast, who you'll be meeting in Vathenrond, and Theradak, you have been one of the best agents we could have ever hoped to have had in the Dark Lanterns. And once again, I apologize that under my command, this has happened to you. But I know that you are wholly capable of taking on all of this, and please... Don't hesitate to contact me. Um, and you know the signs of one of your fellow Dark Lanterns. You can blend in. We have plenty of half-orcs in our employ, so you will not be easily recognizable. So um, maybe just don't show people your, your stone pouch, because that's that's pretty distinct. But yes, um, yes just be safe. Thank you. Um, Graham... Stands up from the table and says, well, if you're going somewhere, you're going to need food. <laughs> um, and she goes into the kitchen and starts packing up bags for you all to take. She didn't say anything about my sword. No, okay. Graham didn't really have anything to say about your sword, honestly. Um, so while she's packing up your your bag lunches, any anything you all would like to say to each other? I've never left Braylon. That's not so bad. <clears throat> I've been, I've been, I've been a lot of places. Never this one. Never made it this far south. So, uh, I mean, I got nothing to say, but 
just watch each other's asses. I don't know that I trust anybody but the two people in this room right now, and I just met you. So, <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, we're an army of three at this point. I, I, I want to trust Commander Bala. I know with Aerodac, you definitely want to trust Commander Bala, but I'm not trusting anybody that's not in this room right now. Um, There's a knock on the door. Especially this guy. Is there a window we can look out? Yes. I glance out the window. Uh, it's Albin, and he looks frantic. All right. And uh, looking around a lot. I'm going to. Uh, Are you going to become Graham? Oh, God, that's a good idea. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was going to be sneaky for a minute. I was going to be a bear. Um, <laughs> no, what I want to do is um, I want to climb out a window and 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 I'm going to change into who gives a shit the guy from uh, the guy that I pretended to be during the interrogation okay I'm just going to change shape walk around and then uh, you know stealthily I'll roll for it um, I guess I can do that now so so far yeah. I have climbed out the window and changed into an unrecognizable person to yeah. Albany or Clarn so even if he sees me I may not be able to do what I want to do but I'm not going to raise an alarm yet uh so stealth all right that's a 23 my my goal was to come up behind albin and here, here oh, I'm, I'm not I'm, go this is dire i don't know no, do, do you dagger to the back walk him into the room oh, just, oh, oh okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no yeah, no i went there too no I'm no just, no. <laughs> no i'm not gonna stab him no god no 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 that I tell him to remain quiet. Oh God, you're you're already here. And I say, Barrick, open the door. What? I open the door. When we walk in, and I <laughs> seat him in a chair. Who's poking me in the back with a knife? What? Uh, I don't know who this person. You don't know is the. Are you with them? Uh, yeah. Yes. What? What? Do you, what? What? Barrick, I'm so sorry. I tried. I tried what I could. What? Just do it. Do it. What? And he nope. is kind of hanging his head in front of you. Just and I say, no, you dumbass. I'm with them. He's with us. What? Wait, what do you think is happening? I think that there's a dark lantern about to stab me in the back. No, there's a dark lantern over here. Well, but he's with you. Yeah, well, so is that one. But he's not a dark lantern. Then why lantern. is he trying to stab me in the back? Well, because your last name's Irklarn. We thought you were with them. What is happening right now? That's- well, right now the newspaper owned by your dad says that we're traitors. Okay, it's run by my uncle. Um, oh, I really thought it was his dad. I'm sorry. Well, it's... Uh, wait, wait, why is that? How is that nebulous? Oh, oh no. Okay, it's I'm sorry. Da- it's his dad, uncle. <laughs> he, he's right. Rukin is his dad. Rukin's brother runs the runs the Sharn Inquisitor. Okay, uh, gotcha. my, my bad. Um, I've never done that before. Um, <laughs> um, never done what before? Corrected Philip on Eberron political lore. What? 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 Why did you have somebody come and? I'm trying to help. Well, they didn't have me do anything. I, that was really of my own volition, but. That None wasn't that wasn't our first thought when you came to the door, right? Listen, all I need is somebody to punch me in the face. 
Barrick punches him in the face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Without a second thought, Barrick punches him in the face. Now, you probably didn't deserve that, but it felt really good. No, that's fine. Um, I <laughs> We all punch him in the face. <laughs> Even there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so uh, two black eyes and a bloody nose later. Um, <laughs> no, just one punch. Graham um, comes over and punches him in the face. <laughs> Jacob just shrugs. <laughs> um, so I, I'm assuming that you all are not headed towards Sharn. Okay. Why don't you okay. tell us what you need to tell Enough- us? Enough cryptic bs don't go to sharn obviously because that's the direction i told them you were headed when you beat the crap out of me when you got back to the town all right okay hear you all right just leave they're on their way you got it i had to i had to call well i would argue otherwise but that's neither here nor there do you really think i i run this town do you really think my dad put me here without contingencies you could feign incompetence all right. And Let- Barrick withholds the <laughs> the sarcastic comment. Though it wouldn't be connected, funny. connected yeah, to yeah, that yeah. because All this right. guy seems to actually be trying to do yeah, something yeah, nice. Exactly. All right. Well, um, hey, we appreciate your help. We are gonna get out of here. Hope you can keep one more secret. I changed back into text. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> uh or Lyle, pardon me, not yeah. Dex. How's that uh picnic basket coming, Graham? Oh, just a couple more minutes. Well, our understanding is that time is short. <laughs> Jacob, come help me. <laughs> um, All right, listen, do you know anything else? I just know that I I called my dad, told him that you all were back in town. You had immediately jumped me in the street, beaten me, and then taken off on the lightning rail towards Sharn. Does the lightning rail keep manifest? Is that the sort of thing? That, as I was Dex, this was Jeff. Probably. Does the lightning rail keep manifest? Is that the sort of thing that they're going to... I mean, I guess we could have stowed away. I mean, it's not like that's a definitive uh, debunking. All right. Um, I genuinely appreciate your help. Sorry that I startled you. Uh, a little toothpick here. Um, I can't believe you guys thought I was just going to stab him. <laughs> I'm, you started that with, it's dire, man. I, <laughs> yeah, put my knife in his um, back. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I never gave you two and Draconos enough credit for what you did here. Once you left, things were a lot harder than I thought they would be. And I don't know what I'm going to do now that you all are leaving again, but um, uh, thank you. I just met you. You seem cool. Um, <laughs> but you two man in there helping Graham with the food. Um, I didn't catch your name. Do we want to just leave that for Jacob to explain? Yeah, you know what I'll say, though? I'll say, uh, if you're looking for a constable, you could do worse than that fell in there. Okay. I'll take your recommendation. At least he's got a reason to be there now. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I, I have to go. I have to get back to the station. I'm sure I'm getting communication coming in constantly asking about you guys. So Sure thing. Listen, we're going to get out of here with all due respect. We're not going to tell you where we're heading. That way you can't tell them uh, why they're... That sounds great. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got deniability, and also I'm still uh, not a thousand percent sure that I can trust you down the road. Okay. So, when they start turning screws on you. So, Graham, for... Ma, meat, <laughs> meatloaf, now. Come on, me, Ma. 
Okay, here you go. Just whatever you got in there is fine. Uh, it's fish and pickled sandwiches. I hope you like it. Mm. Oh, well, I'll turn into an orc any day. Is that racist? I feel like that's racist. They got they got a higher constitution. Okay, <laughs> it's it's a it's a racial issue that they their race has a higher that, constitution. That's systemic racism. Oh god, that's racial no, traits built within the except system. Except it's species. Yeah, it's species. And that's they're different. called a race though. In, right, but, but it is actually a, a species. It is a species. Oh. Anyway, um, it's gonna be hard for us to fight the shadow. Dark stuff coming now. Well, let's see. Okay, so y'all heading out of town? Yeah, we're heading to Zardroth. Zendrick. Zendrick. Well, yeah, but where are we going first? Stormreach. Oh, 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 uh, Vatheron. Vatheron. Thank you. Okay. Um, so you all head out of town. Um, does Alban have some horses we could steal? Uh. Yeah, sure. Cool. Yeah. Just just punch Gary on the way out of town. He's the stable master. Um <laughs> we'll let, we'll let the Deck punch Gary. <laughs> All right, uh, there you go. Oh hey guys, who are you? <laughs> um and so That's a no ticket and nobody gets the joke. Uh, <laughs> um you all take off uh towards Vathenron. It's a couple hours away. Dramatic music swelling as the large helicopter shot of you all going across the field. Not that music. Um, <laughs> um, um, you all reach the outskirts of town. And from a distance, you can see what tower Commander Bala was referencing. Um, it's the the tallest thing probably within 50 miles of this town. And you see an airship beginning to dock with the tower. Is it the uh, one we saw? Is, the one we, is, the, is it the one we flew in before? Yes. yes. The guy that smells like lavender. Um, what was his name? The Roving Badger, Captain Gerald Hightower. Gerald. I was going to say Garrett, but that wasn't right. Captain, Based on former his- member of the Kingsguard. Well, Dex gets super pumped to be on the airship again, remembers the Roving Badger, and just starts... Do, I mean, getting up the staircase or elevator or whatever it is. Uh, Krast is at the base of the tower waiting for you in a, a cloak with the hood pulled and um, just sees you all coming and starts nudging you all this way. Um, says, okay, um, Commander Bala told me to meet you here. Where are we heading? Stormreach. Okay. Uh, look, we're, we're going to Stormreach. Uh if you want to come with us, it'd be a good idea for you. Well, I can't imagine anyone better to travel with, so let's do this. Um, and I don't recognize the uh, the sarcasm in that statement. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you all um, run up the stairs, decks like a kid on Christmas morning. And, um, hey, guys, welcome back. Um, so here we're going to Stormreach. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Never flown over the water before. Should be fun. Let's do it. I grab one of those feather fall belts and just <laughs> go ahead and slap it on. Um, the airship pulls away from the tower and begins to speed up as it takes off to the south. Um, as the sun begins to set over another Eberron day and end of episode. And really kind of act one, I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah.
thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Uh, we, I, I personally still can't believe that people do, but it makes, it, it, it's flattering and, and awesome. Thank you. Uh, if you want to get engaged with us on social media, you can find us on all major social media platforms. Search for the geek Pantheon on Facebook. Uh, we are at the geek Pantheon on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, Philip uh, has a Tinder. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's absolutely married, and, and that's not true. Um, and he's, he's married and monogamous, and that's not true. Uh, anyway, I feel like you said that's not true too many times, and it's become, <laughs> nobody, nobody become ambiguous knowing what you attached it to. Fair enough. He doesn't have a Tinder because, because of his monogamous marriage. He doesn't have a Tinder. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, we want to thank you for listening to another episode. <laughs> No, uh, find us on Facebook at the Geek, uh, search for the Geek Pantheon. Find us on Instagram and I almost said Tinder. Find us on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at the Geek Pantheon. Uh, thanks to Kevin McLeod for letting us use his amazing music in all of our episodes. You can find his stuff at freepd.com and also at incompetech.com. What does uh, an organization do with a Twitter with a with a Tinder account? Uh, there are uh, Casper Mattresses has a Tinder. Are you serious? Has a Tinder account. <laughs> Yeah, in, in like most major cities, they have a Tinder account talking about how comfortable course, and cozy course, they are. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen a few screenshots. They're pretty funny. Anyway, yeah. yeah, find us online and talk to us about uh, what you think of our show. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's it. Goodbye. I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. Hi. Okay, Mike. Yep, works. Okay. Hello. Yep. So the first brother says, I want to be a billionaire. Genie says, done. Second brother says, I want to be the richest man in the world. Genie says, done. Third brother says, I want for my arm to rotate clockwise constantly. That's their first wish. Genie says, now your second wish. First brother says, now you want to know, don't you? First brother says, um, I want to be married to the most beautiful woman in the world. Second brother says, I want to have the secret to know what women want. Third brother says, I want my left arm to rotate counterclockwise constantly. Genie says, okay, third wish. First brother says, I want to be the next president. Genie says, well, I can't make it an election year, but you will be the next president. Second, uh, second brother says, I want to be the most powerful man in the world. Genie says, done. Third brother says, I want my head to nod up and down constantly. A couple of years pass. Brothers come back together. First brother says, my life is great. I reinvested over half of my billion. I'm richer than I ever thought. My wife and I are madly in love. And I am going, it, it's so certain that I'm going to be the next president. My opponent is rumored of dropping out. Second brother says, my life is great. I invested your entire, I just donated your entire net worth to charity and I'm still the richest man in the world. Every girl I've ever asked out has said yes. And the reason your opponent's about to drop out, because I got him in my pocket. Third brother says, guys, I think I f***ed up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that stupid joke so much. <laughs> Just your reactions. You wanted to, you laughed and then got angry at me. <laughs> and that's fair. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs>